0: Today, we're going to be in one of my favorite uh, verses of the Bible. We're going to look at Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 1 through 14. Verse 1 Jeremiah wrote a letter from Jerusalem to the elders, priests, prophets, and all the people who had been exiled to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. This was after King Jehoiakim. The queen mother, the court officials, and other officials of Judah, and all the craftsmen and artisans had been deported from Jerusalem. He sent the letter with Elisha, son of Shaphan, and Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, when they went to Babylon as King Zedekiah's ambassador to Nebuchadnezzar. This is what Jeremiah's letter said. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies The God of Israel says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem, Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that they may have many grandchildren. Multiply, do not dwindle away, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. For its welfare will determine your welfare. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Do not let your prophets and fortune-tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. Do not listen to their dreams, because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for seventy years. But then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised, and I will bring you home again. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for your good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. And in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. Okay, amen. Let me ask you a question. What happens when we don't see God's plan? See, in the story we just read from the Old Testament, the prophet Jeremiah, known as the weeping prophet, he was writing this message to God's people who had been exiled away, carried off into captivity by the Babylonian Empire. This certainly isn't where they wanted to be. It wasn't their plan. Instead of God rescuing them right away like you might expect, he tells them, build homes and plan to stay. And work for peace for the city where I sent you into exile. And a few verses later, God says, You'll be in Babylon for 70 years. But then I will come to you and do for you all the good things I've promised. And I'll bring you home again. 70 years. Most of us aren't patient enough to wait for something for 70 years. Not patient enough to wait for 70 seconds, let alone 70 years. All of that is the context of the very next verse that you've likely heard before. You've heard me quote if you've listened to this very many times, and for many people, this is their life verse, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for your good and not your disaster, to give you a future and a hope. See, here are three things. About God's plan for you that you should know the first is God's plans they take time God told the Israelites that they would be in captivity for 70 years a lot of people hearing this message would never actually see the other side of this promise and sometimes it might feel like it's taking forever for God to reveal his plan for your life you may feel stuck and the reality is just like many of the Israelites who heard this promise. You may not fully experience everything that God is doing through you in your life while you're alive. It can be happening for generations to come down the road. The second thing you need to know is that waiting seasons are not wasted seasons. See, you gotta notice that God didn't tell the Israelites to just wait and do nothing for 70 years. He told them, work for peace, work for prosperity, live lives, have families, uh, pray for the place that you are put so that it will be blessed. And wherever you are right now, God's still speaking these same things to you. God still wants to use you in the day, in the situation, in the circumstance that you're in to, to through you, bring blessing to the world around you. So don't miss out on making an impact for God, for his kingdom, because you're waiting for God to do something else in your life. And the third thing we need to know is God's plans are always good. Whatever season you find yourself in right now, the promise of Jeremiah 29 holds true. God does have a good plan for you. Plans for a future and plans for you to have hope. It may not seem like everything in the world is working right now. In fact, it may seem like everything is off the rails, like nothing works the way it's supposed to work. But God's promises right now are still true. And if you continue to trust God with your future, with your path, you will see God work your life for good and he will bring you through this situation. You may not see the fullness of it yourself, but here's what I know. You one day, will look God in the eye, face to face, and you will see and you will know His plans were good. Let's pray. God, I thank you that even in the waiting, there's so much for us to have hope in. Even in the waiting for, for COVID to go away, even in the waiting for the Political upheaval all around us, even in the waiting. Your goodness is all around us every day. Your plan isn't on hold, your purpose for our life isn't on hold. God, you still have so much good for us each and every day of our life that today we want to focus on that and on those things. We want to thank you, God, in the midst of exile, in the midst of difficult situations and circumstances, while we wait for all of the promises that you've given us to be fully fulfilled, we still, in this place today, say we place our faith in you, our trust in you, and we want to be about the work that you have for us today. In Jesus' name, Amen.